0: for the ones who get it done. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Free speech is
1: under assault like never before.
2: Freedom is under attack more now than ever before.
3: Because radical doesn't mean crazy.
0: Hell yes, we're gonna take your AR-15.
2: With the help of the media, big tech, and the global elite, the left is attempting to seize control of my generation. It's time to fight back. It's time to let freedom ring. Well, hello there. This is Noah ring. You're listening to let freedom ring. It is the best podcast in the nation. And I can say that because it's my podcast and I am biased, even though I need to tell you guys this. I don't personally listen to this. Listen, I get, because, Well, I guess I do. I have this little earpiece in right now. And uh, I guess technically, I, I guess technically I do listen to it because i i hear it as it's being recorded it's very weird but um we're not talking today about you know technology and how it works because i don't know how technology works i just know how to use it so i want to talk real quick about um what's happening in penn state so if you guys didn't know i think i covered it um a male said he was a female swam against females and absolutely mopped the floor with them and i mean i think by like 45 seconds which is just insane, like that is that is a lot in in swimming, and many people were outraged. You know, Clay Travis over at Out Kicking on his radio show covered it, and you know, I think he broke the story. Absolutely crazy. Now we got to watch this video, or I guess you guys got to listen to this video because it's absolutely crazy. Listen, to, listen to this video. Oh, maybe I should. Like it's finals week. I, I, well, I just finished finals. Um, so maybe I should probably plug this in so you guys can hear it. But listen to what uh, what one of the swimmers had to Madison say. Madison
1: Kenyon is a college track athlete who also competed against biological males. She joins me now to share her story along with her attorney, Kristen Wagoner. Thank you both for being with us. I should say that while Leah Thomas hasn't had gender-affirming surgery, He did have a year's worth of, I believe, hormonal treatment, which is what the NCAA requires in many situations. But, Madison, it doesn't change the biological fact that he's a man. He went through puberty as a man. He has muscle structure and and everything through 22 years of his life as a man. And, Madison, you've competed against this exact situation in track. You've competed against transgender athletes.
3: Yeah, I think I missed um, your question because it glitched. Do you mind asking it again?
1: Yeah, sure. Would you tell us, tell all of us watching right now, what is it like to go into a competition against a transgender athlete when you know the outcome ahead of time?
3: Yeah, it's extremely deflating. I've experienced it five times and each time I lost to a biological male. And the fact that that's still happening, that women are still losing to biological males in their own sport shows why we need more female athletes to speak up about this. And so I just kind of want to say to the female athletes in Pennsylvania, don't let anyone silence you. Speak up, tell the NCAA, your athletic directors and your coaches that you want fair competition because doing this is nowhere near as scary as it seems. And the amount of support is overwhelming.
1: Madison, I'm just curious, you ran track, right? What was your, what was your event?
3: So I did the 3K and indoor track in the 1500, and I also ran cross country.
1: And then when did you start running? When did you start competing in track? How old were you?
3: I think you asked me what event I did, but again, it glitched. Um, I ran, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to ask the question. I don't know what you asked.
1: I'll ask you one more time. We'll see if we can work through this glitch. Um, How how old were you when you started training for competition in track?
3: Oh, I started cross country in middle school and track in high school, so around 14.
1: So you started training at the age of 14, and within a matter of, I would assume, a couple of months, a biological male stepped in and beat you after all of your years of training?
3: Yeah, so my first uh, collegiate race, I raced against a biological male, and they beat me.
1: It's somebody, to your point, Janet Evans, you know, Missy Franklin, Katie Ledecky, somebody has to step up and say this is not right. This is not right. Uh, Mrs. Wagner, I'd love to get you in on this. I I mentioned with the NCAA.
2: So as you hear this this girl Madison Kenyon trained since she was young on how to be the best potential athlete she can and then somebody who had never competed came in within a few months and won I thought the left personally personally is my thoughts I thought the left was all about female empowerment I thought they were all about helping females
0: Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com.
2: I was under the impression that the left supported the idea of women winning and women being empowered. It's not empowering to let a biological male compete against a biological female. Even if somebody takes, look, I could take estrogen every day for the next year and still lift more than my girlfriend. Even if I probably quit training, And she trained all the time. I probably could still do that because it's not an equal playing field. It's not equal. This person should be ashamed of himself. Leah Thomas, a biological male and self-described transgender woman on the UPIN swimming team is dominating will probably win records that will probably never be broke. So what can we do? Well, we can petition. We can do, because most of these schools are public schools. Most of the schools who compete in these places, like uh, in these, uh, in the NCAA are public schools. For instance, let's take the sec, the biggest, the, you know, the NCAA loves the sec because the sec is the biggest brand within college athletics. It's the Southeastern conference, right? Only One school, and I could be wrong, could be two, but I'm pretty sure only one school that's in the SEC is a private school. So what can these schools do? What can we do on a local level? What can we do on a state level? Quite frankly, we can write letters to the athletic directors of these various schools saying we don't want this, or really probably to the presidents. So for instance, right, Georgia, we could write a letter to, I don't know if it'd have to go to the Board of Regents or if it'd have to go to Jerry Moorhead, the president of UGA, and say we as Georgians being, this is a publicly funded school. Do not want fem- males and females competing in the same sports. Now let's call a spade a spade. I think it's one thing. If a female wants to play, for instance, football, that is one thing because you know, you know what you're signing up for. And that's, I think it's not a fair playing ground for her, but it can be done. You know, but it's a completely different thing. So I, I think that when it comes from males competing in female sports, even really I'm, I'm not as upset about potentially swimming as I am about, you know, the basketball story that came out. And if you guys remember that basically uh, a student, you know, said, said he said he was a female. He was a, definitely a male. He was like six foot five. I think he like broke a girl's skull because he was playing basketball against her. Like, what is going on? This is, not, this is not good. This is not something that should be happening. We need to stand up for women. And, you know, selfishly, because I'm a conservative and I want Republicans to win, this is a winning issue. I've been seriously debating writing a book called Common Sense Conservatism, How to Win as a Republican, because we need to start running on simple issues. We're on the issue of getting men out of women's sports run on the issue of individual liberty run on the issue of low taxes run on all these issues because it's overwhelmingly popular. People don't want high taxes. So if you run on the idea of low taxes, if you run on the idea of getting males out of female sports, you'll be doing a lot better and you'll probably win your race because parents do not want their kids going up against biological males because quite frankly it's not fair it is not fair at all so we need to fight for these people who cannot fight for themselves because I, I would say that i would venture out to say that like most females in college are liberal and that's just kind of how it goes And to, and but most female athletes once they start losing to they're going to start realizing oh wait a minute i might have said some things I didn't necessarily mean. Uh, I don't necessarily want to go against the guy because uh, he's going to beat me. He is going to beat me. So we need to start standing up for this. This is, you know, I might start turning this into Common Sense Conservatism Friday because we need to, I don't think you guys understand the, the ability that we have right now to win this over. I am proud to be sponsored by Doing Well Daily. Doing Well Daily is the... Everything you need to be productive in the new year. Look, do you have a college student that you need to buy for? Maybe even a loved one who always is unorganized. Doing Well Daily created a journal, daybook, whatever you want to call it, specifically for you. Look, I've been prone to this to start something, to start uh, a planner. I've probably bought dozens of planners in my life, but when I got my Doing Well Daily daybook in the mail, I knew something was different. It feels authentic. It feels High quality for a low cost. Go over to doingwelldaily.com and show support. They're a small uh, business owned and operated right out of Atlanta, Georgia. They're not some mega mega corporation. They don't ship on Amazon, but they do ship by hand. That is doingwelldaily.com. Whenever you can find a business that will support a conservative podcast and influencer like myself, make sure you support them. Doingwelldaily.com.